Hello, and welcome to We Speak CVE, a free podcast from the CVE program. On this podcast, we'll talk with people from the cybersecurity community about what else? Cybersecurity and vulnerability management and the CVE catalog of vulnerabilities. If you didn't know, the CVE program's mission is to identify, define, and catalog publicly disclosed cybersecurity vulnerabilities. Hi, so today uh, we'll be talking about the ins and outs of the working groups, which is where almost all of the real work uh, that goes on with the CVE program uh, happens. And I'm Todd Beardsley. I uh, am moderating today, and I'm also a working group chair, uh, but I'm the least exciting person here because we have so many guests. I think this is a first. I think we have like five, six, some giant uncountable number of guests today. Uh, and so I think we'll just uh, kind of jump right in. Um, we're going to uh, just take a whirlwind tour here of all the working groups involved in the CVE project. And we're going to be hearing from the chairs and co-chairs of those groups today. Uh, and if you uh, hear anything that tickles your fancy, uh, something that you would like to work with uh, with the CVE project to uh, advance our, our laudable goals of vulnerability disclosure and vulnerability identification, uh, feel free to check the show notes. There should be uh, boatloads of links down there of like where you can learn more about uh, joining working groups, what the working groups are up to, all of that. So uh, without any further ado, I would love to uh, talk to you, uh, Chris and Lisa. You both uh, run the transition working group, uh, which is which is unique in that it is a, I'm going to do air quotes here, which you can't see in an audio medium, uh, but it is the it is the newest working group and it's also the most temporary. Uh, because uh, we have some exciting things going on um, with the website and the domain in the CVE. So uh, why don't you tell me about what goes on in the transition working group? Sure, Todd. Um, so my name is Chris Levendis, and I am a I am the co-chair with Lisa Olson of the transition working group. Both Lisa and I are also board members. The CVE board is responsible for the strategic um, direction and operations and governance of the CVE program and all working groups are established by the board just for a little bit of, a, of additional context. And so as Todd indicated, the, the program, the CVE program right now is in the middle of modernizing its infrastructure um, and moving um, from the CVE.miter.org um, domain to just the CVE.org domain. We're in the middle of deploying infrastructure services to bring automation and self-help capabilities into the program. And we're also moving to a new JSON format, JSON 5.0. So there are all of these things that are occurring and each working group that you're gonna hear from today um, has a responsibility in doing part of the work. The um, working groups are established to accomplish really specific tangible objectives to move the program forward and so the transition working group was established as the board as well as the different working group chairs recognized that there are a number of dependencies between the different work that the program's doing across the infrastructure services um, and, 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 and of course integrating with the website so the TWG was established very simply to identify those dependencies make sure we have a sound program plan for um, ongoing development and deployment and most importantly to make sure we're effectively communicating with program stakeholders stakeholders in terms of what's coming down the road how they can engage what's coming and also to collect feedback from those stakeholders so that we can make sure all appropriate operational guidance and training materials are established effectively. Back over to you, Todd. 
Thanks. Actually, I'll, th- I'll throw to Lisa here, as you, who is your uh, honored co-chair. Uh, and if, if she has anything else to add on, on what's going on in the transition working group, I would love to hear it. <laughs> okay. Hi, I'm Lisa Olson. Um, the only thing that that is important, I think, that, that Chris didn't emphasize is in order to transition to the new, we have to transition off the old. And so yeah. that's kind of a big piece of the puzzle as well, because people have to change how they're interacting with the program. And so that's part of it, too. Thanks, yep. Todd. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We don't want to keep, we don't want to generate a whole great big pile of, gosh, how many CVEs are there? Uh, all the CVEs should not be dead links after this. Um, so, so all your products and services that use CVE ID should continue to function quite normally. Uh, cool. So moving on. Uh, so Kent, you run the um, strategic planning working group, the SPWG. What's, what's that about? Well, we just heard of the from the newest working group, um, mm-hmm. and uh, the SPWG is actually the oldest working group. It was the first one formed by the board. Um, um, my name is Kent Landfield, and I'm a founding member uh, and chair of the SPWG. Uh, the purpose of the SPWG is to really provide a form for uh, CVE strategic planning to occur and for directions that are more focused around a one- to five-year time frame. Um, we work closely with the board to try to assure that any of the goals that they're trying to achieve from a strategic perspective, we can be that place where folks can come and have those conversations, um, come up with uh, consensus, uh, and then from that consensus, um, we can bring back recommendations to the board to how to implement what they were asking us to do. Um, any active CV authorized program member may participate in the SPWG. Uh, the reason this is a little more restrictive than others is because of the pre-decisional aspects of what we're what we're discussing and dealing with. Um, uh, some of these things beget, uh, some of these things can be a bit uh, contentious at times. So we want to have open discussions, come to agreements, and then the outcomes of the working group, of course, are always, always public. Uh, this is a bu- this is a busy working group. Um, you know, we've been working on the CV rules, assignment revisions, uh, deprecation of acceptable CV formats, um, some of the roles and responsibilities for the various levels within the program itself. And piloting new capabilities, or at least doing the planning for piloting of those new capabilities. So it's a pretty busy uh, working group and it's been reasonably effective to date. So we plan to keep it that way. Yeah I'd, say like, yeah, I'd say like the uh, SBWG seems, seems like there's a fair amount of sausage making in there, uh, um, which, uh, which like you say, like requires some, some, some candid and frank conversations, let's say, uh, over, over over the uh, the time that they've been they've been operating, um, which is why uh, it it is only open to current CVE mem- CVE uh, naming authorities. Um, so if you are <coughs> CNA, uh, then you are welcome uh, to to start uh, doing the dirty work of of figuring out rules and 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 all that with the SPWG. Uh, this is unlike the QWG, right, Dave? Um, QWG is open to to any any interested party, and so that might be downstream users or uh, interested parties, who, people who just are into vulnerability disclosure. Is that right? Yes, um, yes, Todd, that's right. Um, 
we um, we are a public working group. Um, um, so um, my name is Dave Waltermeyer. I co-chair uh, the quality working group uh, with Chandan uh, Nantaka Mariah. Um, and um, the QWG is really focused on broad quality issues that relate to um, the CV program. Um, and you know, we, we, we're focusing on quality of the data that the CV program produces you know, via the CV list. We also work on um, issues like um, improving um, processes that um, exist um, around you know, the creation of CV data and, and, and that sort of thing. We're the primary uh, maintainer of um, the uh, CV record format, uh, which is used, um, which is the schema that's used to publish data um, uh, about uh, vulnerabilities in the CV program. Um, we've been actively working over the last few months at uh, producing a version five of that record format um, that's bringing a, a slew of um, uh, data enhancements uh, to the record format, um, you know, allowing much more robust um, definition of products and versions um, that are more supportive of automation, um, as well as a variety of other data points. Really, what we're trying to do um, in the QWG is you know, make the, the make the CV program more effective at what it does. Um, you know, make the data that we produce um, easier to to be provided by the CNAs that provide it, and um, more useful to the consumers of um, information um, that the CV provides. You know, such as organizations that manage vulnerabilities um, or um, organizations that provide tools that help organizations manage vulnerabilities. Um, so um, that's the primary focus of uh, the quality working group. So we couldn't do all this uh, in this modern age without um, some decent automation, which is why the automation working group was born. Uh, Chris, you you head up the, and this is a different Chris. We actually have two Chris's on the podcast. It's okay. They spell their names differently, which is useless in an audio medium. Um, but Chris, um, you run the uh, AWG, which is the automation working group. Uh, why don't you tell us a little bit about what you've been working on? And I know you've been working a lot. Thanks for the thanks for the quick introduction there, uh, Todd. My name's uh, Chris Britton. Uh, as you mentioned, my name is AWG uh, Chair. AWG stands for Automation Working Group, uh, and and it's uh, appropriate for us to follow up on, on you know, to follow what, what uh, Dave was saying about the QWG, because as they build the uh, and maintain the repository or the CV record, if you will, the format, it's important to be able to build automation uh, around that. Uh, and that's what the AWG focuses on. Specifically, we coordinate uh, and oversee the, the development and the deployment of, of, of the automation infrastructure that the C CVE program members see, as well as the overall public who, who uses the downstream users of the CVE information. It includes services uh, that allow for the CV record, uh, record submission and update, uh, CV record uh, uh, reservation, uh, uh, as well as the publication of the CV list, how that list is downloaded and made available to to the overall community. And so, so as part of that effort, anybody can participate in in this in this working group. Um, and we we meet weekly uh, to discuss, you know, design issues, to take requirements from the community 
uh, and to oversee and get status reports from from the development act activities that are going on. And so we can help schedule and plan and 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 and, and notify the community uh, of the deployment activities that are coming up. Right now, uh, as we mentioned, we're in a big push to to uh, update our infrastructure uh, to allow for the community to automatically uh, submit uh, their IDs and to sub, uh, to do reservations. Uh, it is indeed a, a whole development effort is an open source development effort. Uh, anybody can participate in it. And, um, and and we are actually looking to deploy all of this a new capability to in the fall of this year to include the new website that was mentioned, as well as new services that are um, that are available, going to be available to the community. So um, anyway, any, like I said, anybody can participate. So uh, take a look at the the show notes, and I look forward to hopefully getting some more membership because we it's a very dynamic group, and we're doing a lot of a lot of good things. Super. So uh, next up, uh, we have the OCWG, which has uh, nothing to do with Orange County, everything to do with outreach and community. That is chaired by uh, Joe and Shannon. Uh, Shannon, why don't you tell us a little bit about the OCWG? Thank you so much, Todd. I'm Shannon Sabins, and I'm the co-chair of the Outreach uh, Community Working Group. I became involved in CBE about four years ago, and as you mentioned, this is... Um, a newer working group, so became more deeply involved in the program in this particular working group about two to three years ago, perhaps, maybe it's been. Um, the outreach working group, anyone can participate. Uh, obviously, you know, the prime directive um, and the sort of obvious is we're looking at, you know, potential CNAs and uh, growing the membership and diversity of membership. Um, in non-COVID times, we're looking at conferences and outreach at conferences. Um, more recently, we're doing a lot of, uh, of um, outreach like this podcast. So we facilitate this podcast development, uh, obviously with quite a lot of help from other people within the program, uh, blogs, opportunities to you know, tell your experience with CBE or as a CNA. Uh, so we're trying to grow the outreach of the program, communicate about the program, build membership, build diversity in the membership, meaning um, country, region, uh, sector, so that we uh, represent, you know, so that we have a good representative uh, body of, of what's out there in this space. Um, and again, anyone can participate, and I want to emphasize that researchers are welcome. Uh, with that, I'll hand it over to Joe, and she can talk about anything that I may have forgotten about about our working group. Yeah, sure. Thank you, Shannon. So my name is Joe Bazar, and I'm co-chair uh, of the OCWG with Shannon. Um, as Shannon mentioned, we did have to uh, quickly pivot our strategy because of COVID. Uh, we were more focused on face-to-face -face activities, but now it's online. Um, in uh, the summer of 2020, we launched our first uh, blog series, our CVE stories, and of which 12 CNAs have published. 
um, or participated in those blog activities. And um, we also launched We Speak CVE in January of 2021 and have published seven um, podcast episodes so far. So when you get a chance, you know, as Todd said, go to the show notes. You'll be able to uh, see and listen to additional uh, podcasts and read blogs and whatnot. Um, and as a result of our outreach efforts, you know, the CNA um, community continues to grow year over year. Uh, in 2020, we had uh, added roughly about 40 uh, CNAs. And this year, 2021, we're looking at adding around 60 CNAs with a total of 202. Um, roughly over 200 CNAs will be added uh, to the CNA program, as well as expanding, as Shannon had mentioned. Um, last year in 2020, we had added um, uh, just four uh, new countries. Um, to date, we've added five, so we're shooting for 10. Um, so, as well as uh, not only are we adding CNAs, CNAs are also representing um, about 70% uh, of the records that are published um, year over uh, this year, and hopefully it will continue to grow as we move forward. Yeah, over to you, Todd. Yeah, that's that that's um, pretty impressive growth, right? Um, I want to say like in 2014, let's say, what were there, three CNAs? Um, <laughs> and and just like this this uh th this growth has been has been pretty amazing and that's why we have the working groups now right like we're uh, very much looking to make the cve program much more federated and more responsive and like shannon said researchers are of course welcome uh we have software vendors we have open source projects we have researchers um really anyone who uh <laughs> has an interest in, in vulnerability disclosure right. is is welcome to uh to uh, swing by, um, that's super cool. Um, so, and the the last working group we'll we'll touch on here is mine. I'm I'm Todd Beardsley, and I chair the CNCWG, which is the longest acronym, uh, and it's actually a nested acronym. There, um, we are the CVE Numbering Authority Coordination Working Group, uh, and what we do is we 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 basically are are an outreach kind of internal, like so. Joe and Shannon run the outreach for external and getting new CNAs, um, and and the the CNA CWG is much more about um, just like internal stuff. So, uh, if if there is a particular topic that CNA, CNAs feel passionate about, like that's a place to bring it up and and kind of shape uh, any kind of messaging or suggestions that ultimately go to the CVE board. Um, you know that that all happens there. It's it's open to any CNA. Um, it is it is not open to the public because uh, much like SPWG, there's sometimes a fair amount of sausage making going on in there, and so we want to have open and frank conversations. Um, often, oftentimes, uh, I would say the majority of CN. Well, I don't even know if that's true. Um, there's a there's quite a few like security companies specifically uh, involved in the CNA CWG, but it is really like like everything else, right? Like it's a mix of uh, vendors, open source, and uh, even individual contributors uh, who are also uh, CNAs. So it's pretty fun. Um, I'd say the main thing we, we've been doing lately is like event planning. Um, so that's things like we we run a summit once or twice a year, uh, depending on the year. Uh, we used to do them in, in person, but now it's all on the internet. Um, and we just make sure that, uh, that, that CNAs voices are heard. Um, and so with that, I think we have a little bit of time left, so I'm going to throw um, some questions randomly. Um, so like, uh, let's have a question for Dave over in QWG. Uh, how much time, um, if, if, 
if I were the sort to say like, yes, this is the kind of thing that I want to volunteer my time on. How much time are we talking here? Like, this is not a full-time job, right? Yeah, um, I can speak specifically about the QWG, but um, but I think maybe starting first in general, um, you know, these working groups tend to meet at varying cadences, typically between like once a week, once every other week. Um, and, and so, you know, if you're participating in a working group, you're minimally, um, you know, agreeing to dial into a call, you know, at that frequency um, for maybe an hour. Um, you know the QWG. We we meet biweekly. Um, we um, do a lot of work between meetings um, on GitHub, um, where we um, file issues and you know discuss issues and um, and you know deal with um, um, changes to the to the CV record format. Um, so, in addition to dialing into a like weekly or biweekly uh, one hour meeting, um, we do ask the participants. You know, submit issues, comment on issues, um, and you know, submit um, code changes where um, where they feel comfortable doing so. Um, you know, th th there's room for a variety of different participation levels. I think within the QWG and within all of the working groups, um, we always have things that we need help with, um, and um, we're, you know, new participants are always welcome to come and and help us get things done. Um, but if you're simply interested in, you know, following and commenting on the work that others are doing, that's fine as well. Uh, we would love to have you. Uh, hey, uh, Ken, you probably deal with this more often than than most. Um, how how do the working groups work together with the other working groups? So, like Dave talked about, like kind of the individual time commitment. I'm curious, like how how that works, um, and if you can. So we'll no, it's, that's a good question, actually. The, uh, the working groups have to work together. This is an integrated program, so there's a lot of different things that we need to, um, we need to, to accomplish across the working groups. Um, so just because the strategic planning group creates um, uh, some recommendation, it doesn't stand alone. Uh, a lot of times, uh, especially with the AWG, uh, the, the recommendations and requirements that are needed by the program uh, and then approved by the board after being submitted through, uh, by the SPWG, then have to be implemented by the AWG. So the, usually the chairs will work with the individual um, uh, external working groups to their own, uh, but at times there's joint meetings and uh, working groups do uh, share presentations across uh, the individual working groups. It's, it has worked very well for us at this point, and some of the reasoning behind the creation of the, of the transitional working group was because we were recognizing that there's a lot of operational um, issues that definitely had to be addressed that were not specifically tied to any one working group, but needed to be tied to all. I was just going to say, um, I can give some examples too of you know where the QWG has worked across. Um, you know, Chris touched on I think one point, which is you know, the QWG focuses a lot on developing the CV record format, but the AWG is a consumer of that uh, record format, right? So right. whenever we're making changes, we um, we'll often run those changes by, um, you know, the AWG if we feel like um, there's any risk that it's going to impact uh, the work that they're they're doing. Um, 
a few months back, we um, developed a, um, a process for managing um, tags that are used within the record format. And, um, and um, these are tags that are used by CNAs to mark up um, CV records being of a specific category or type. Um, and, you know, we ran those, um, uh, our, our proposal for how that should work by the CNA working group and by the SPWG. Uh, to make sure that um, it was going to work for the CNAs and that it was in line with the long-term strategic thinking of the of the CVE program. So those are some ways that we've at least informally worked um, across uh, working groups, and um, we're always looking for opportunities to you know to collect feedback from other working groups. That's yeah, that's great. Um, cool. Uh, well, uh, I think that's all we have for today. Um, you know, I'm, I'm very hopeful that uh, the listeners here uh, get have now a, a better sense of the, the working groups uh, that are actually working on CVE uh, as, a, as a product and as a program. And uh, with that, uh, I will once again point you to the show notes. There are going to be a bunch on this one. Um, lots of links to all the different working groups and where you can sign up, how you can sign up, uh, and and get involved uh, in this. Like the CVE program, you know, I mean, I've, I've been involved with the CVE program for five years now, I guess. <laughs> Boy, time flies. Uh, not as long as Ken, <laughs> but um, it has been... It has been a blast. Um, if you care about security and vulnerabilities and vulnerability disclosure and you know fixing things and making the internet better and defending uh, human civilization, uh, the CVE project uh, is is that place to be. Um, so yeah, like if you have if you are technically minded, if you are socially minded, um, we, you know we take we take all comers and uh, like Joe said, we're we're looking to have more than 200 CNAs by the end of the year. Um, I can't help but notice there's more than 200 tech companies in the world. Uh, uh, so we have uh, loads of room to grow. Uh, and so with that, uh, I will sign off. Thank you so much, everybody. Uh, Chris and Lisa uh, of TWG, the Transition Working Group. I gotta not use these acronyms. Uh, Kent of the uh, Strategic Planning Working Group. Dave of the uh, Quality Working Group. Chris of the Automation Working Group. Joe and Shannon of the uh, Outreach and Community Working Group. And me, uh, the Chair of the CNA Coordination Working Group. Thanks so much for your time. Thank you for joining us today on the We Speak CVE podcast, which is available for free on Buzzsprout and the CVE website. If you'd like to participate or suggest a topic, please contact us on the CVE website.